This is a high, high, high quality quickie. Yeah, yeah. By Beast Car TV. And we are back with another episode of Beast Car TV. And yes, my friends, it's you're right. It is a high quality quickie. I'm sitting here with a cup of brew per usual, my high quality content. It's some puff coffee today. Today, folks, we're going into the the depths. We're going out to some deep water. So I'm going to need you to go ahead and uh, get your freestyle ready, get your backstroke ready, your breaststroke, your butterfly, whatever stroke suits you. Get ready to swim with me. And if you can't swim, grab your floaties. Because today, we're talking about art. I guess it really doesn't have to be considered that deep. Especially because I'm going to start way back. My entry point into art, which was music. Specifically, Little Bow Wow. More recently known as Bow Wow. When Little Bow Wow dropped his first album, Beware of Dog. I was in my formative adolescent years. You know, I was probably, this is pre-middle school. This is probably second, third, maybe fourth grade-ish. This is my first foray into hip-hop. And Little Bow Wow, his music just inspired me. You know, obviously starting to understand the culture, especially hip-hop culture, understand black culture, and starting to identify with these elements of the culture, right? And because he was relative in age to me, I just, I saw and felt some of myself in his music. Not necessarily because he was rapping about an experience that I have had in my life or that it was a specific reflection of me or things that I'd gone through in the lyrics. It was more, it was the boldness. It was the confidence, right? That he rapped with. It was going to get the girl and flexing and finessing and hooping and all of these things that, you know, I was passionate and confident about, right? And his music made me more confident and began to almost become an extension of me, right? And inspire me and motivate me. And whether he's rapping about, you know, the the fun things, right? Or he's rapping about adversity or he's rapping about just flexing the cars. And, you know, I mean, dude was probably like 12 years old. He wasn't driving yet, but he was riding passenger and the fly cars and the jewelry and the girls and all this. And it was like this kind of uh, symbolic of the hard work and the earned material things that then you kind of wear with pride as trophies. That was my first experience with with hip hop. And I remember that Christmas morning peeling off that plastic and just being so excited about it and listen to that album over and over. This is even before there was a portable music player, or at least I didn't have one at that time. So I'm slapping it into the boom box. <laughs> listening into the, the tiny boom box I had up in my room all day, all night and rapping all the songs and 
you know, the album cover, I wanted to dress like Bow Wow. You know, the fashion inspired me too, right? I'm, you know, I want to wear jerseys and a headband. I want cornrows and just a great time and, and um, such an innocent introduction into into art. And music, something that stayed with me my whole life. Not too long, I guess, after that, the Bow Wow experience, there was one time where we had some family friends visiting. Dude's name was Cliff. Cool ass white dude. He was a big University of Oregon football fan. He was a duck through and through. And I remember him being the one of the first ones to put it out in the universe that Brennan, he's going to play Division One football. Man, my dad ran track. You know, he knew obviously knew football, but I was a basketball player at that time. You know, these, these formative elementary, middle school days, I was going to be a hooper. I was going to the NBA. But Cliff said, nah, man, you're going to go play Division One football and you're going to do it with feathers on your helmet. You're going to be a ducky. Anyways, Cliff came and visited us one time and he brought a CD collection. And, you know, I remember all the adults going through the CDs and they were choosing what they were going to listen to. And then they put it down and I wanted to take a take a gander at what Cliff was listening to. And this is a few years after the little powwow uh, Christmas morning. So since then, I had accumulated some albums myself. Right. I was listening to you know, the 50 cents of the world. I was listening to Usher. I was listening to Little Romeo. You know, any any artist that started their name with Little, I was listening to him at that time. And I'm going through Cliff CDs and I see this one disc, clearly a burnt CD, custom made. And it had, it was gold reflection on it. Two words scribbled on the front in Sharpie, in black Sharpie. Old school. And I said, ooh, <laughs> what's this? You know, you understand at that age, like old school, like, you know, understand what that kind of, it's exciting. What is this? Take the the CD out of the, the plastic, the little plastic holder. And I pop it into my CD player. You know, finally, this time I had a CD player. I had my uh, little Game Boy headphones and uh, pop it in. And the first song, it was Rapper's Delight. And I sat there awestruck for 14 Minutes in 35 seconds listening to first the, this beat that just screamed old school. You know, it was a hundred percent that and how the artists were playing off one another and how their storytelling was so deep. They spent this whole verse right in verse after verse for almost 15 minutes wrapping off one another and how their voices complemented one another and how their stories connected, not just in their one verse, but also to their friends verse and how they introduced their friends or the, the, the other guys in the group next on the mic is my man. Hank. come on, Hank, sing that song. Check me out. I'm the... I listened to that song in that album. It was 
some other songs on there. Salt and Pepper, I remember, was one group that also I came across and was and I was really digging. But that rapper's delight, man. I had all the verses memorized. And what was cool about it is it was almost like watching a prequel, but having no idea that I was watching a prequel. The music that I was listening to in the early 2000s were naturally informed by the music back then, right? With the rapper's delight, which, you know, had to be like late 80s, early 90s. I have to fact check myself on that. But in any case, it was a different slant on the music, on the genre. But I saw how the melodies were connected and how the music that I'm listening to now that's dropping and that I'm into is actually an evolution of this old school CD. And there was, there was a bridge there and it really, it made me fall in love, you know, not just with these individual albums and songs and artists, but maybe fall in love with the art, man, the art of hip hop. And then that led me into the art of R and B and just music in general. I really, I started to love the art of it. I love distinguishing what sounded good to me and why the beats, the lyrics, the voices, the personas, the stories. And that was my entry point into to art. You know, I think through those two scenarios between, you know, Little Bow Wow and this just this time in my life and then hearing this old school music and understanding the evolution and having a deeper appreciation for the art. You know, and I, that's what I would... I honestly would call myself is is an art appreciator. You know, I've been this way much of my life. I've always appreciated it. And now as I've matured and have a more seasoned palette, you know, these different art forms that I maybe I didn't know about when I was a kid or or years ago, but you know, I start to love shooting film photography or looking at photography. I start lo- loving film and and cinema and Understanding, you know, those art forms, interior design, fashion, cars, especially classic cars, these kind of different elements of individualistic expression, which I feel is one of the most beautiful things about art. Not only is the art form that you are looking at the expression of the artist, but it also has the ability to express a piece of you as you view it through your perspective, these forms of expression and individualistic expression is, is a reason that I've started to dig into fine art a little bit. Fine art is something that I feel like is so out of touch for so many of us. It honestly, for me, wasn't until I went to Art Basel and I spent a few days around artists and curators and people that were in the, that world that I really started to lean into it and just realized that, wow, this world that was so far away for me is actually one that is really exciting and the people are super dope and the creativity and the stories that underlie this art form is not the same as music but there are some parallels and the same reasons of why I love music I've begun to love fine art and paintings and drawings and you know, like I say, I'm not never been um, a traditional artist myself. You know, I was never the best, the best drawer. I used to have these little peanut people that I drew, but I think those were uh, 
those were inspired by a lot of SpongeBob episodes. But I've always I've always appreciated it, man. And um, you know, I think now thinking about uh in my life as I continue to build my my wealth and you know, financial freedom and these things. I also think about how, you know, I want to express myself. Individualistic expression is important. And I think that's, you know, fine art gives you an outlet, an outlet to do that. Aristotle said there are two art forms. He said that the first form of art was based out of human necessity. You know, it's these things like bowls in order to carry water or a roof over your head, right? To keep warm or, you know, a fire, right? Or the cup that you would drink out of. And over time, these were necessities, but then people started doing them enough and they became craftsmen and artisans and, you know, they added a form of art to it. The second form of art that came from that wasn't based out of necessity. It was based out of the enhancement of our human experience. So when I think about the beauty of art and the first piece of it being individual expression for an artist's work to help you identify or express who you are because you view it through your perspective and then you take bits and pieces of their perspective and they maybe inspire how you live your life, how you view the world, how you view yourself, your story. You have that expression. And then on the other hand, you have the enhancement of your experience. When you listen to music, how does it make you feel? <laughs> you know, it has the ability to uplift you. When you, you know, look at a painting that speaks to you in a way that it makes you feel better or makes you feel um, more lively or any type of positive emotion that is invoked from viewing or hearing or seeing any type of art form, I think is the beauty of, of what it can offer. And lastly, I think, you know, there's a, this kind of identity piece, which I think is tied to the individual expression and what art is able to offer us. But leveraging the perspective of artist and you know many times as I've dove deeper into fine art and and paintings and I've met artists and I've done studio visits where I go and I look and, and talk with the artists and they walk me through their style of painting and how they've arrived there what their evolution has been how they studied why they paint the things that they do what inspires them to do that I'm able to derive some of these things that you know they share with me and connect them to my own story my own journey now they're not a specific reflection necessarily you know an artist's journey will never be exactly what my journey is but there are bits and pieces that i can point to and say hey you know what that part of your story is similar to mine and then i process and metabolize those bits and pieces into a way that makes sense for me. And if I'm to purchase that painting and it's going to be in my house, you know, on display, it's helping to express who I am through those subtle ways. 
in underlying ways and sometimes the unspoken ways, maybe, you know, you can't even explain it why that piece speaks to you. Just why, you know, a certain song maybe inspires you in a way, but it expresses a piece of you. And I think that's so important. It's, you know, along my, my life's journey of just turned 30 and, um, yeah, <laughs> freshly turned 30 year old on the third floor, folks. I realize that expressing yourself is so important. How you dress, how you live your life, how you treat people, how you speak, how you love, how you care, how you create. All these things are you know, forms of expression and they, they truly make you who you are. And I think they're, they're important. You know, it's not just about <laughs> like what you have. Right. And how much money you have. Or I struggle with that a little bit myself is like, you know, as I'm talking about <laughs> this, uh, this journey into art and, and artwork and acquiring pieces, there's also a side of me is like, man, I'm trying to I'm trying to make this money. I'm trying to invest my money. I want to flip one to two, two to four. You know, I'm trying to double up. And I think there's a balance to be struck. One between you have to live at least a good portion of your life as making value-driven decisions because, you know, financial freedom many times equals the ability to express yourself and live your life in all the type of ways that you want to. But there's also an element of expressing yourself and creating those positive effects and feelings through art and other forms of expression will bring you so much more joy and value to your life than turning one dollar into two <laughs> could ever. So I think it's important to strike that balance. And I, you know, I, as I'm learning and every day I'm, I'm learning about the world of art. And as I continue to go into more, you know, art puzzles, I hope to continue to just try to strike that balance, you know, to find artists and pieces that that vibe with me, who I am help to express my story and how I feel and who I believe I am and inspire me to be a better me, but also something that's going to store value and hold value over the years. I think there's, there's a world where you can strike that balance. I'll leave you with this. I think art is best treated as a souvenir along your journey. Time capsules that you can listen to or look at to reflect on the time that you acquired that piece of art or listen to that song rappers delight or tore the plastic off of that beware of dog cd by little bow wow on a christmas morning and you'll remember how it made you feel and how it influenced the way that you view perceive and maybe even enjoy the world and in return that artistic expression Gave the world a better idea how to view, perceive, and enjoy you. Cheers to continual expression. That has been a high-quality quickie. Peace. This episode of B-Scar TV has been brought to you by Scarlet Creative. For the full-length video episode and more content, find us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at BSCAR TV and please leave us a review drop a comment what do you want to see what do you want to hear who do you want to hear from we would love to hear from you 
This is your host, with the most, Brennan Scarlett, signing off. Peace. Peace.